Hey everybody, welcome back to the Playing With Power podcast. We are in the second half of issue 29 from, I believe, September, October 1991, uh, which featured Star Trek for the NES on the feature. Again, uh, uh, Playing With Power is an issue-by-issue retrospective about the Nintendo Power magazine, and I am your host, Ben, and with me as always are my co-hosts, Mike. Hello. And John. Wicka wicka why? And we have a return guest, um, Brandon, from earlier um, episode, has rejoined us. Welcome, Brandon. Hey, guys. How's it been? Pretty good. Uh, so we're picking up the second half here. Uh, we're getting in here at uh, the Game Boy special feature, which again has the screenshots of the start <laughs> screens on the game cartridges, which makes yep. no sense. Nope. So getting right into it, our first game uh, is Castlevania II Belmont's Revenge for the Game Boy. Did anybody play that one? So it's... <laughs> Did anybody play this game or any of the Castlevania <laughs> games on the uh, Game Boy? Well, I meant specifically. Yeah, I put the first one. <laughs> yeah, the Game Boy. I was wondering if there was any like uh, differences between the ports and shit. Uh, I, I mean, I think it's a unique game for the Game Boy. So, um, if, if you're a completionist, it's not just a port um, nice. from something else. So, <laughs> it's it's a Game Boy game for you know that's probably pretty decent. Yeah, it looks it looks pretty good. Uh, let's see what the ratings it got. It's uh, it's better than the first one for Game Boy. The first one, for yeah, Game Boy this is fairly like, small. But. It's four point two, three point eight, four point one, and three point nine. So this is it's rated well on the yeah. On it's the- legit. If you want to play a Castlevania game, and it's from that era, this is this is one of them to play. Basically, unfortunately, if you're playing on an emulator now, you're gonna wonder why it's in black and whites. But hey, hey, there's an enemy called a merman. So I mean, maybe he he goes along with our mermaid argument. <laughs> we need to get a girl on the show to see if she would handle the uh, the merman top half or the bottom half. Oh, yeah. We need a woman to tell us what config... Or a gay guy. We need to find a gay guy to see what configuration. He looks looks like like he's... Is he a a human top or a human bottom? Merman looks like it's it's fish top, though. It looks like fish head and and human legs, so... That's John's type of guy. That's right. (laughs) He looks like some kind of weird frog, like amphibious guy. Yeah, I'm still laughing about the audio from that episode. <laughs> John's like, "Yeah, you just bend your face over the tub." But <laughs> 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 oh, jacuzzi sex works finally. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would that cook him? Oh. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Smells kind of fishy. Then you can have some salmon when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> I seen uh, a side note. I seen recently there was like uh, some kind of. I don't want to be terrible, but I'm gonna anyway. Some kind of competition was going on in an Asian country. I don't know which country, but there's definitely a lot of less than Caucasian people involved. And basically, they were cooking dishes that were literally still alive. The guy would take the the fish, grab it by the head with the cloth, put like two incisions in the back, deep fry the whole body. And then take it and put it on the plate where the head was still alive, but the body was cooked and ready to eat. And they're doing it with like snakes where they're chopping them down the middle, and all the food was still technically living, 
but also what the hell channel are you watching oh man that's what, <laughs> a snuff channel no man that's what cooks do when they're bored they get into like what other freaky cuisines can they get no into? that's what sadists that's what sadists do when they're cooking actually to be I've honest heard of like sorry go ahead no you're fine oh I was, I was gonna say um to be honest the whole thing kicked off because i was listening to another one of Catherine's podcasts about um oh. <laughs> about sushi because now i'm like addicted to both yep. your guys and her podcast so she did her sushi episode and then me and my friends were talking about it and they're like that's not real sushi like this is real sushi and we're sitting in the we're sitting in the living room like a bunch of cooks talking about like what real food is right <laughs> so <laughs> yeah I like Not, the conveyor belt sushi places. Those are my like that and all you can eat because you know I'm a fat guy. So. Yeah, well, <laughs> so so Brandon, we gotta ask as a, you know, as a Canadian cook, when something goes wrong, do you bend over the table, get in the person's face, and politely criticize them on what they did wrong? Uh, it's more like you just uh, do it again yourself, and then you don't tell them that they did anything wrong at all. You just save them the embarrassment <laughs> because we're that polite. And that's why Gordon Ramsay has a show and we don't. Yeah, that's it, right? Like, <laughs> that's that's basically it. What? But speaking of like eating live things, there's those crazy videos where they like bolt monkeys into tables and like scoop the brains out while they're like still alive. Like they Oof. like saw the heads off the monkey and like scoop out the brains of the living monkey and stuff like that. There's all kinds of crazy stuff. Was that like in Red Dragon or something? I think so, <laughs> but I, I've heard it's legit too. Like it actually had like. There are parts of the world where it's you It's one of those things it, so. I don't really want to find out about. Like, I don't want to know <laughs> the details of that at all, you know. Well, when, I, eat, monkey, mo- when, I, eat, when I eat monkey brain, I want it, like, fresh out of the monkey, you know? I mean... <laughs> I guess. Yeah, you, so. so, is it so, impolite yeah. not to offer them a piece of it, or... <laughs> the monkey eat his own brain? <laughs> that's super awesome. Wow, that's dark. That's really dark for Ben. That's super traumatizing. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's too dark for yes. Ben, too. Oh boy. This is not dark enough to just be eating the dude's thing's brain while it's still alive. That's not dark at all. <laughs> all right. Oh so, meanwhile, back in Casavina land. Um, so the yeah. story of this is is that um, so the original guy from the first Game Boy game, Casavina, is called a Christopher Belmont. And it's 15 years after the first game. And as he's in the middle of a, a rite of passage to pass down the the right to slay vampires to his son Soleil, um, and uh, all of a sudden his son disappears, and the four castles erupt from the earth, and uh, each each of the castles has his own special brand of horror lying in wait. But Christopher must pass through them all to find his son. So you get to pick which uh, of these four castles attack in what order, and only after defeating all of them will Dracula's castle appear. So there's the Crystal Castle, the Rock Castle, Cloud Castle, and the Plant Castle, which are all drug-related. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I was kind of wondering if it was just me or... Yeah. Well, Cloud and Plant kind of go together, but yeah. Yeah. We We got the Herb Castle. Yeah, so I was going to say, if you guys each had your own castle, I'm taking the plant castle. Which castle are you guys taking? <laughs> Mike, I got you pegged for the crystal castle. <laughs> yeah, John. and I would be the one that would be doing crack crack cocaine, so I would go with the rock. And that's the yeah. rock. <laughs> and then that just I'd be doing ben the second-hand version on the cloud castle. Yeah. <laughs> ben, well, the would, cloud. ben would be vape blowing, 
Ben would be blowing thick vape clouds. Vaping. <laughs> He's the vapor. Well, I was thinking that the vapor. cloud is obviously like LSD or something because you're like looking at clouds and you're seeing all the shapes and stuff and you're just entertaining yourself. No, maybe. Oh, yeah. we're seeing the sky or, with diamonds. Or like yeah. like shrooms, you know, like that kind of thing. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's great. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, very solid, you know, Game Boy. If you're looking for... You know, a Game Boy, first generation Game Boy game to play through. I would say this is definitely in that like short list of games you should try out. It's got an interesting uh, boss mechanic on page 57 here. It's called the Iron Doll. It kind of looks like a jackal in a suit of armor. Mm-hmm. And you hit the pieces of armor off and you can see this sort of creature underneath the armor. It's like a demonic armadillo. Oh, yeah. Yes, uh, that's a good, good description. Yep, nailed that one. And, and there's then, a, uh, then there's a bone dragon in Dragon's Bone castle. dragon. It's also yeah. my, my favorite sex move. <laughs> so that's that's sure, a, that's I'm pretty a sure there's, there's a porno with that with that title, except that dragon is is spelled like dragging. I prefer the I prefer the Alaskan pipeline myself. But, you know. <laughs> oh god, what is the Alaskan oh, pipeline? Cool. I gotta it's know. It's where you take it take a shit in a plastic Ziploc bag and then you put it in the freezer and then use the frozen turd as a dildo. <laughs> I thought it was like an Eskimo dildo. Oh, that, okay. it's, it's also called a dirty Eskimo, depending That's on where you dirty live. Eskimo, yeah. there you go. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of uh, what I would imagine the bone dragon... It was. I was. I was thinking of what I would imagine the Bone Dragon to be, and I can't think of what the uh, actual name of the move that I know is. But like, you're, you're basically you're getting a blowjob right before you finish. You just like thrust the woman's head as hard as you can down, so that when you do finish, the semen comes out her nose. So that's what I'm doing. Yeah, that's, ang- that's the that's the angry dragon. That's not the bone dragon. Angry dragon. See, I was thinking that there is that no was, bone dragon. <laughs> I don't know. The bone dragon sounds like that. That would be the same. Yes. That's pretty close. Yeah. yeah, I think that sounds about right. There's All also right. like the the bucking bronco where you call out a different girl's name and you see how long you can stay on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, you come up from behind her. You come up from behind her, grab her boobs, and say, "Wow, these feel just like your sisters." And then see how long you can hold on. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because on anyway, uh, page 59, the next thing uh, in the box there says, "Beyond the Bone Dragon: The Final Confrontation for Christopher," but it's actually called like the Final Struggle. With a question mark. <laughs> so it's, it's just like the fucking Bronco, but, you know. I think they just have their own, like, <laughs> tweaked names on these sex moves. What's the Iron Doll and the Angel Mummy, then? Oh, God. <laughs> Iron oh, Doll God. would involve, like, handcuffs, uh, for sure. Uh, I was thinking the Iron Doll would be, like, a paralyzed person, and, wouldn't it? And like the Angel... Ch- <laughs> You're banging a handicapped the person. The Angel Mummy, like, you'd have to, like, I think if you, like, spooged on a bunch of toilet paper and, like, wrapped her in it. That's the amplified version of the Superman. Yeah, the yeah. Soldier Boy. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, on to Simpsons game? Is that where we are? Please. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, right. moving on to Bart Simpson's Escape from Camp Deadly for the Game Boy. <laughs> and uh, I will fully cop to have owning... I've, I own this game. Owned oh, it. I'm sorry. And oh. I beat it. Wow. So, take that uh, LJN or whoever developed this game. <laughs> and this uh. game is awful. It, it's a claim, so a claim, yeah. like his cousin. Yeah. Um, 
It's like, rough. I was I was confused because I actually it's funny the other day I was like FX uh, FXX has like all the Simpsons ep- episodes where they're like going through them like over time and then they just start over again like um, so I was actually watching the Camp Krusty episode <laughs> of mm-hmm. the Simpsons the other day. Hail um, to the Camp Krusty! <laughs> yeah, of Great Snake Lake. <laughs> I mean that episode is so good, and especially the end when he when Krusty takes them all to Tijuana. <laughs> <laughs> South of the border, down, down Mexico, Mexico way. way. <laughs> that was just so fu- every second of that was fucking perfect. That's an all time great episode. I mean, and it's now, probably the top ten episode. And now your counselor, Mister Black, will tell you all about how much fun you're going to have with Mister Black. <laughs> <laughs> Look here's Cru- and then like the the camp uh, the the manager like tells them he's found Krusty and it's like Barney in a Krusty outfit. <laughs> Hi kids, I'm in a Blah. the balloon animals and black. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so apparently this is like it's not based on that episode because they couldn't, but like it's basically that episode. <laughs> in- <laughs> even the even the creators of the show wouldn't give full rights to this. It's game. a little bit. It's a little bit different. The idea is that uh, they're sent off to a summer camp, and it turns out Mr. Burns is running it with an iron fist, and he promises to make it more like a boot camp for them. Well, mm. It's a relative of Mr. Burns, because this it? one's got hair. I was going to say, this guy's got iron fist oh, burns. iron fist burns. Huh. So it's like, what, his nephew? Yeah, what, this game... Yeah. Well, we all know that he's got like a shit ton of relatives because if you played Bart Bart versus the world, mm-hmm. you're constantly killing his family. You're mm-hmm. pruning his family tree throughout yeah. that game. But uh, this game would this would have been better if you were just basically playing Camp Krusty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're basically playing as Bart for the vast majority. Uh, Lisa shows up here and there, and you're trying to escape from Camp Deadly. Um, so you, you have to basically use the terrible controls, which are very kind of wobbly and, and jump extremely high and all that kind of stuff to avoid everything because you really don't have very good, um, weapons. And when you do, they're extremely slow or ineffective. Um, and so if you can make it past beating uh, Nelson, the bully, you have a decent shot at beating the game. Um, he's mm. like a couple levels in. Yeah, but they don't even name him. They just call him like this persistent apple chucker. You think? Hmm. They, you think they name Nelson? I mean, yeah, we know his right. name. Yeah, and so you ben, have to like. Uh, yeah, go ahead. You would just say it's not definitely not worth playing on. Oh later God, no. Like okay, no, just, I would avoid just it. Just watch Cam Krusty. Just you got stuck with it as a kid, and you played. Yeah, it's it. like <laughs> you only have so many Game Boy games. You're on a car ride somewhere. You know, it's like, what are you gonna do? You're gonna play Tetris again? Well, I kind of burned through that. Let me see if I can beat this pile of shit that I have, you know. Super Mario Land 2 hasn't come out yet, so your options right. are limited. Your options are limited. You've, you've got this game, and by God, you're going to beat it into submission and tell what's what. <laughs> so. All right. And then let's see. We have Track Meet, which looks entirely forgettable. <laughs> I like the, uh, the beginning. It looks like the, it looks like the evolutionary church. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. A little bit. Mm-hmm. He's got like a huge sloping forehead. So it's kind of like a... It's got uh, it's kind of like tr- um, track and field, the track and field part two. We have 
seven different games, 100 meter dash, hurdles, javelin throw, pole vault, long jump, discus throw, weightlifting. It actually looks like it has really good graphics. Um, it's got a lot of it. it's got a lot of racism too in the yeah uh, I love these yeah. <laughs> these competitions. So let's get through this. Uh, you got even, even five different not. opponents waiting to challenge you. Each of your five opponents have different <laughs> strong and weak points to use to your advantage. These guys will do some pretty wild and crazy things. Just remember not to drop your Game Boy if you start laughing too hard. So I'm there's sure a guy here, and I'll pick the least uh, racist one called uh, Jack Strop. Jack Strap. <laughs> Yeah. Jock strap. Jack and it says Jack is nimble, Jack is quick, that's why he's the best. He doesn't have to be, appear to have any any of his weakness. Good luck. And uh, the dude is holding a Game Boy and has his giant uh, fake fake teeth smile with like his eyes closed. I don't know how to describe maybe, it. Maybe maybe part of his ability is like self awareness and uses the Game Boy like against you or something. Oh like psycho. Oh, he's he mm -hmm. just like fourth wall breaks it. Yeah, <laughs> I see you like playing Tetris. <laughs> let's mess with. Let's delete your saves. Uh, let's see. We also have Swami Pastrami. Awesome. <laughs> so Swami racist. Pastrami. Racist because Practice. that's Fingers. not where Pastrami is from. Pastrami. Full metal racist. <laughs> As a magician, a really bad magician. He's be careful. He still has a few tricks tucked in his turban. Wow. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, all right. They needed to mock, uh, they like needed to mock the Hindus before Dulcim came out. Yeah. Mike, do you want any of them? Uh, I don't know. There's not really much to mock about uh, Kenichi Katana Ninja. He's an all-around good opponent. You'll just need to have ninja quick thumbs. But uh, we got the guy with the sloping forehead here, Ricky the Barbarian. <laughs> I was going to say, I was probably going to jump on that guy first. <laughs> I don't know. I, I try to show uh, mercy to those who obviously got into the hands, but it's the, ma it's the master Higgins of, of the. He's yeah. big. He's dumb. He's, he's, he's also your first opponent. <laughs> yeah, he's got his mouth like permanently open, just catching flies. Watch out for Ricky in the way his eyes are event. crossed. Mm -hmm. I like uh, Erwin weightlifting against him. You're screwed. Yeah, that, sorry, sorry, Brandon. I, I, I was just saying, I like Irwin B. Cheaton. He looks like uh, Jim Carrey, the Riddler. Like, just so ready yeah. to <laughs> just pull some kind of weird, like, brain swap thing on you so you're about to win the race, and then he's inside of you and you're back at the beginning or something. Tricky bastard. He looks like, he looks like the gremlin stripe. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. He's got a tattoo on his arm. I can't read how it says. I heart. Maxon? Axon. Haxon? I don't know. Waxon? <laughs> Wax on? Wax off. Exxon. He, wa he wax off. He loves the Exxon Valdez. <laughs> Topical. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. Um, All right. Yeah, so you can play two players, apparently. Um, <laughs> so, so, so you and your friend can suffer. I don't know if that's yeah. like with the game link or you have to pass and play. But, um, yeah. So hold on, when you, when you play, who do you play as? Are you you're just like you're just yourself. generic, generic uh, white athlete. guy? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I, kind of, I was kind of hoping that we were the dude that was like running on the like title there, because that guy looks like a midget. Like even like his proportions, once he's like full <laughs> full sprinting, he looks like he's part of some sort of circus act, and it'd be great to watch him fight all of these <laughs> yep. other guys. Because then he can't yeah, be racist. Like from the uh, from the Cleveland show. <laughs> he's, a, he's a young Peter Dinklage. <laughs> Here's a so nice touch. I, is uh, 
Here's what I do. I sprint and I know things. <laughs> Here's a nice touch. Apparently in the discus throw event, you can accidentally chuck the uh, discus into the screen. If you look where it says oops on the right here, it just looks like you shattered the Game Boy screen. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. Cool yeah. So that's a nice touch. All right, so moving that's on. Speaking of nice touch. <laughs> got Monopoly for Game Boy. Ben's favorite game in handheld <laughs> video game form. Mm. Uh, that's what I will say. There is a pretty helpful chart here, though, that they have on page sixty-seven of like when you should or should not buy mm -hmm. uh, different properties and things like that. So yeah, it tells you what their rent is with hotels or with houses and whatnot. What the cost is. It's a nice like cheat sheet for just for Monopoly in general regardless yeah, of the Yeah, like, you don't need it for this. You could just, you know, use that next time. So if you're if you're stuck playing Monopoly against your family at some point, you know, mm -hmm. go go find page 67 of <laughs> I like that you got uh, one thing I do like about this is the uh, different scenarios that you can start off with. But this one actually explains what the frig the title means. Like the big boys, where everyone gets full blocks of property and a fair amount of money so that y'all just duke it out at your best. Mm. Or Trader's Delight, where you get, where you start the game off having to trade. Or, uh, you know, a bunch of other scenarios. So. That's kind of yeah. interesting. If you're going to suffer, at least you can configure your suffering. Well, money isn't everything. You start off with property but only $300 yeah like, it sort of speeds fun. up the game a lot if you if you start off with properties already basically yeah, and if you land on someone's property well congratulations you're fucking dead game over so yeah, <laughs> it, it, it does manage to undermine Monopoly's big thing about taking too friggin long it does so yeah. uh, you know you get to end the game quickly and be done so congratulations you made Monopoly bearable mm -hmm. <laughs> alright so next up they've got uh, some classified information for uh, Hunt for Red October, extra subs and missiles. Um, and then um, there's an invincibility code for Go Go Tank, which I hadn't heard of before. <laughs> then they got a list for um, Now Playing. And um, so they, they basically have all the scores here. They actually rated Bart Simpson's game fairly decently. They're all above three. So Would you say that they're accurate? I think they're lying. Um <laughs> 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 they're fluffing themselves uh, just a little. Yeah, I don't know. What Monopoly the hell. did just as good. Yeah, Monopoly did pretty well. Look at that. Yeah. Again, <laughs> it's Monopoly, so mm. kind of hard to screw up an implementation of that, you know? Yeah, track me kind of just like skim the middle. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, Ben, what's the top three? <laughs> the Nick Faldo Championship Golf. Barely yeah. scratched. Only scratched a three for control. Mm. So oh my Game God, Boy Brainbender. What the hell is Brainbender? No one cares. <laughs> Not even needed. <laughs> yeah, from Electro Brain. As I say, but it's from Electro Brain, so you know it's a knock. That's actually kind of interesting. It should like, be smart. Mm -hmm. Brainbender. Uh, top ten. So top ten. Number one, Super Mario Land. Number two, Team and T. Fall of the Foot Clan. Number three, Doctor Mario. And then coming soon, and this is actually going to be in the next issue, I believe, is Metroid 2 Return of Samus. So this is a sequel to the NES game. So they didn't do a sequel on the NES. They did a sequel on the Game Boy. So it's coming out. Uh, we'll talk about the next uh, issue. Well, so we Brain Bender apparently is like, a, is like a board game in 
in electronic form. <laughs> so, puzzle. Well, they did game. have some nice questions here. We're not going to talk about the games that they featured, but they do have some nice answers to our top ten questions. About the Super about- NES. Yeah, let's let's preface this. All right, okay. It's super cool. <laughs> the first one is, how much will the Super NES cost and what is included? Well, you got the control deck, a Super Mario World game pack, two controllers, the power adapter, the stereo AV cable and RF switch, plus manuals and warranties. Expected retail price will be in the neighborhood of $200 and $50 for Super NES game packs. Bless you, Brandon, by the way. You know, I gotta um, say, I, I miss the days that... Uh, these packages included two controllers and a game. <laughs> uh, yeah, nowadays, they wanted you to play with a friend. You get one controller and no game. Yeah, you know. Yeah, just wait. Well, actually, they'll you know take what? out if the con- they'll take out if the controller you, yeah. at some point, and it'll just be the console. You can get a yeah, console, but yeah, eventually, yeah. At launch, though, there's no yeah, there's no way it's coming with. Eventually, it'll just be like, hey, here's your DLC code for your controllers that you have to download virtually. <laughs> so, you're printer, so, you can, yeah. so you can convert your phone into a, into a controller. Right. Yeah, some full um, like. So, like, adjusted for inflation, the, what is it? It's the Nintendo NES was $400 at release, and the Nintendo, Super Nintendo would be the equivalent of three hundred and sixty three dollars so it's actually on the bottom half it's pretty it's still relatively good value compared with uh yeah yeah it's actually those things are indestructible yeah that's actually dollars of 1991 money is pretty good that's Mm -hmm. dope i would jump on that if i was like you know 19 and 1991 also hey i didn't mention this uh except for to mike but this issue came out the month that i was born october 1991 Mm. well yeah yeah. So oh, you're as old, you're as old as the Japanese Super Famicom. <laughs> yep. There you go. Sweet. But so mm-hmm. I think yep. that that does Just show you a bit. So like adjust adjusted for inflation, this would have been about four hundred dollars, which is what or three hundred sixty three dollars according to this chart I'm looking at. But, so basically, what we would pay for a place for like a PlayStation Four, but right. single. Yeah. Think about that. The games now are still sixty dollars. Yeah, I was gonna say the games are more expensive. Yeah. So so. games, well, no, they're not though, because if you adjust, so basically that means the games were the equivalent of about a hundred dollars. Oh yeah, yeah, they were they were sixty (laughs) dollars in nineties money. Yeah, yeah. So or yeah, so yeah, that's what I said. They were games they they were more expensive. Well, that's where that's where the success came in. They undersell you with the console and then screw you with the games. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So what yeah, else? We they make when a loss will, in the consoles. Yeah. yeah. Number two. Yeah, it's a loss leader. I believe. When will it be term. available? Uh, the the they will be arriving in the 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 you know the units and game packs arrived during September. Uh, they will not receive the Super Nintendo until later this fall. Canada uh, had to wait until 1992. Uh, well, we shouldn't even even we shouldn't even set them there. I mean, you guys don't deserve it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So give, you get the you get the refurbished ones, right? <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> Nintendo customer service representatives will help you find stocks of Nintendos in your area if you give them a call on the number on the next page. Then they t- then we ask like, what is a 16-bit machine? Mm-hmm. It refers to the CPU of the Super NES, which is the brain of the system. It means the Super NES can process 16 bits of information at the same time. That makes the Super NES twice as powerful as the 8-bit NES, and then some other stuff. Number four, will Nintendo still make games? 
NES you bet. games. <laughs> yeah. You bet. With over 30 million NES control decks in use in the United States, licensee programmers and companies aren't about to turn their backs. And uh, yeah, given that this issue came out in 1991, they really did hold on to the uh, to the super to the regular Nintendo lineup for another three years because hmm. the well, last the last yes. games that were made were in 1994, and starting in January, that was Chip and Dale, Advent, Rescue Rangers 2, Bonk's Adventure, Alfred Chicken, Star Tropics 2, Mickey's Adventure in Numberland, Mega Man 6 from March of 1994. Mario's Time Machine, The Incredible Crash Dummies, The Flintstones, <laughs> Surprise at Dinosaur Peak, Disney's The Jungle Book came out in August, and then finishing up the year, the <laughs> final game made by Nintendo, Wario's Woods. Mm-hmm. So it, it held on for three years after that, which is pretty good. Once there was this girl who... <laughs> 1994, a good year for music and... Gaming. All right. Number five. Can both systems be connected to one TV? Yep. You can hook your NES using the RF switch and the Super NES using the stereo AV cables. As long as your TV or VCR has AV input jacks. Number five. How many games will be available for the Super NES? Well, we know that answer. It was five. (laughs) But it says here, when the Super NES went on sale last month, F-Zero and Pilot Wings were also in the stores. So they're selling the games before, before the console comes out. Which is a, a great way to get a great way to keep people nice and thirsty. I guess it's like the 1991 version of pre-ordering. Like you literally <laughs> like that's actually like a best case scenario. Like if I pre-ordered Call of Duty and they like shipped me a CD that had nothing but like an unlock code, I'd be way happier with that. Like you just throw the disc <laughs> in and then it downloads whatever it takes a bunch of time. Fuck it, and then that unlock code runs and lets you play it. And you're like good. And people were clamoring for backwards compatibility even back then. Yeah. With question number seven. Why can't NES games be used on the Super NES? Because fuck you, that's why. (laughs) It it says that they actually did try. They wanted to make the machine compatible with NES game packs, but they soon realized it would be much more expensive and some of the extra features of the Super NES may have to be sacrificed. They didn't want to compromise on quality, besides it's a simple matter to connect both to one TV. Yeah, what they're basically saying is, we realized we could just say we realized we could make more money off it by not letting you cheap out um kind of you the back then especially like they had an adapter that would have been great right then they could make money and we could still use nest games it wouldn't have worked that well though because like you have to effectively have the entire chipset of the um would have been like double the price basically yeah, or not double, but it would have definitely added it to the half. cost. Yeah. yeah, and that's actually what you run into actually with a lot of these older consoles. Uh, like even with current generation, um, they have to put in um, a lot of chipset that like really like raises the cost um, for the backwards compatibility. So um, that's what like with the Xbox One now it it's the not thing. that they. Yeah, basically you put emulation, the, right? Is the, what they're doing? Yeah, it, effectively, yes. You like it's not running off of a chipset. Like you have to, like they have to basically get the emulator version to run, and then I don't know. It's it's really weird. Like it downloads the file of the game and it runs off the file. It has nothing to do with 
the old disc that you're all that uses the old disc for is uh, authenticating that you're you actually have. That's game, literally so. what I just like suggested. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Except that I'm like you know ten years so. out on that. Something else I can pay for. But <laughs> you know <laughs> everything prior to that. Holy shit! It's a real thing. Yeah. And then number nine, will the same games be available for both the NES and Super NES? Well, as someone who played the wrong version of Smash TV, I can tell you, yes. (laughs) (laughs) In some cases, yes. In some cases, no. Programmers try to make use of the features of the Super NES or NES when designing games for each system, and not all games require the extra sophistication of the Super NES. As a result, identical games probably won't be made for both systems. Well, one was... Instead, look for special versions of popular games such as Paperboy, Simpsons, and Castlevania. Which and one was the one that was made for both? Uh, I don't recall a Super Smash Paperboy, TV? so it had to be... Yeah, Smash TV was at least the one I played. There probably was more. Hmm. And then we get to see some screenshots of Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy 2, but you can't see Final Fantasy 2 because it's black as fuck. <laughs> and then we get to see Castlevania 3, which is black, and Castlevania 4, in which they just turn the TV fucking off before taking a picture. <laughs> All right. The TV's so off, and that picture is just burned into the off TV, and that's how they took the picture. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just burn in. That's all we get to see. Is it number 10? How can I find out more about the Super NES? Keep looking in the pages of Nintendo Power. Just as we're the source for NES and Game Boy tips, maps, and strategies, it will be your best source for information on the Super NES and Super NES games. Blah, blah, blah. Nintendo will have it covered. You can contact Nintendo at 1 855 3700. Have we tried that number to see what, what happens? Holy shit. John, that's, on, John, that's your job. Mm-hmm. Eh, I'll forget. Okay, Brandon, that's your uh, <laughs> I don't have a lot of. Uh... Technology at my disposal. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, and this requires like a fucking phone this and requires shit. An Who's got that? Phone. I'm in Canada. Did I not mention that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. right. we're, we're communicating right now through a highly complicated native smoke signals. <laughs> I just I'll dial run right line. now That's live. I, you want me to? Do it. Do it. <laughs> uh, Dude. Right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. Yeah, right. Ben, right. call it and put it I'm on. Yeah. It. Here we go. Speak of one. Fuck it. We're doing live. <laughs> Fuck it. Sex line, sex line, sex line, sex line. What do you... You've reached the hotline. Two, five, five. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you harder than the original Ninja Turtles game. You've reached 1-800-HOT-CARL to take a hot steaming load of... And even though we're closed right now, you can visit our website, support.nintendo.com. Oh. They kept the number. It's still Nintendo's number. I was kind of hoping, I was kind of hoping it would be like... Sex line. I kind of. So I was kind of hoping it would be like, uh, right. "Hey, Damn, the numbers you legit." Nintendo. Unfortunately, we're closed right now, and it's 1996. So, <laughs> <laughs> so don't expect anybody to ever answer this phone again. Stop calling us about Pokemon. We don't know where <laughs> they are. <laughs> Call us tomorrow to ask about the amazing new N64. Yeah. That would have been so great if we got like a retro answering machine. But then it was like, check out our yeah. website. And I'm like, ah, it's been up. You've reached the Howard Phillips house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the real Howard Phillips. <laughs> I quit right. six years ago. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we got more previews. Obviously, we don't want to get too much into the previews because uh, just super goals and ghosts looking fucking amazing yeah it looks great <laughs> even now it looks fantastic 
yeah, like the artwork here. I don't did I I don't think I ever played Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Did, did you guys? This was mm-hmm. the only like, Ghouls and Ghosts I played. It looks good. It was good, right? I'm assuming oh, yeah. this coverage. Okay. It, yeah, it looked great hard but fun. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. yeah. Meh. All right. Um so yeah, it's a preview. We don't want to get too much into it, but no, uh, definitely good a... good things coming. Well, Hal's hole in one golf. Speaking of the opposite of what you just said. <laughs> you know what? Actually, I will say the way that the holes are sort of just like like the graphics of like mm-hmm. sort of the 3D, that looks pretty cool. Like you can kind of sl- see the slope zoom and cut like so the different, you know, um, 3D aspects of like how the terrain is rendered. Like that's that's pretty advanced uh, for you know like what the that like they're pushing the um the hardware pretty uh you know early out of the gate i would yeah, say that, like that, that's pretty advanced for hitting a ball with a stick into a hole <laughs> all right i'm done all right <laughs> okay uh super r-type space shooter but this is obviously one of the best space shooters of all time the title so, for this episode is no love for john yeah <laughs> I Super R-Type is very well regarded, you know, in the space shooter. It's like one of the best of all time. Right? Yeah, R-Type. I mean, yeah. In the middle of our games, R-Type. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's getting a little squirrely at this point in the podcast. <laughs> it's, it's later it's for late. us in Canada. Mm. Well, what time are you guys right now? It's time for bed. Beer clock. All right. Um, Moving on to the players' so yeah. poll contest. Third prize, mm-hmm. you can win a T-shirt. Second prize, you can win an entire newspaper business. Uh, just kidding. You can get one of five Paperboy games for the Game Boy. It looks like. Uh, and then, grand prize, extra, extra. Nintendo gamer wins mountain bike trip for the whole family. So your whole family were featured in your local newspaper. Your photo will be in it. And, um, what? Really? I don't know about that. It includes a family mountain bike vacation, mountain bikes, and safety helmets for Winner's family, vacation report with, with Winner's picture in local newspaper, and Paperboy 2 game pack. So, apparently, they didn't say what local newspaper, but I'm guessing near Nintendo. Yeah, the, uh, the quality of the picture we've got looking here. The quality of the picture we have here looks like a police missing. <laughs> it looks like they're. It looks like Back to the Future where they're about to like start fading away because they changed something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Marty was in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what's on this chick's uh, t-shirt. But Marty was in the middle, but then he had to get a blowy from his mom, and there we go. Uh, I don't want to freak anybody out, but I think the, the person with writing is a dude. Yeah. It's like purely mystical. Fi- I'm purely terrified physical. now. Let's move on. <laughs> so so now the whole point, point is okay. Then we got All Captain right. America and the Avengers, which Fuck is yeah. pretty stupid. Which is stupid because it's just Captain America and the Avenger, because it's just him and Hawkeye. <laughs> yep. No, you can you can play as other guys, right? Really? No. This is here. Uh, switching back and forth between Cap and Hawkeye keeps things going. So wow. Captain America and the Avenger is the I guess game. That's true. I had this game. And it's isn't good. Captain America in the Avengers? So like, yes. why yeah. are they separating him out? Is... I don't know. Because he's, <laughs> he's the all-star. I think. Don't you have to rescue the other Avengers though? Isn't that? Yeah, what it's about? Vision and Iron uh, Man have yeah. been kidnapped by the Mandarin. 
the uh, the only yeah. two the only two guys in the Avengers, Vision and Iron Man, because you know it's not like there's a massive roster. <laughs> That's and a decent we, game. I played. We got it. a picture. We got a picture of the Mandarin who really looks like Shredder. Nah, a little bit, yeah. Shredder with a sweet fist pump. <laughs> what you mad, Steve? You mad, bro? <laughs> you mad, bro? They've got, uh, and then from LJN, so the, the Captain America Adventure game is from Data East, so it's not an LJN game, so it's decent. But Wolverine <laughs> is from LJN, so you can imagine how good that one is. I love how it says here that you can, uh, you, you can face off against Magneto and Sabretooth. If you're fighting Magneto, the game's fucking over, okay? Because he can just, yeah. like, rip your, skull off, rip your skull off your head. Isn't yes. that what happened? This is the he, pour, he, he ripped all of the, the metal. Uh, metal out of his, out of his body, which was yeah. extremely painful. But I imagine afterwards, you just like you do realize you took away his one weakness, right? right. That's how you oh, get fuck. the bone claws. That's, <laughs> yeah, you get that's, the bone claws. That's, yeah, but yeah, his like, healing even, factor went like way up. Yeah, that that whole like segment. I don't know. To be honest, I'm a nerdo for a sec. That none of that is okay with me. That that shouldn't have happened at all. <laughs> if he takes out his bones, then he should just be like Peter Griffin without bones. Just a, a healing. <laughs> he didn't take off his bones. He just took no. The metal he pulled the metal bones. out of his bones, which is totally his bones they were impossible. only coating his bones. Yeah, his bones are coated yeah. in adamantium, so he just took all, the coating off. All of it. I'm surprised is he just, just didn't malarkey. use him as. I'm surprised he didn't use him as his permanent assassin. Yeah, just basically float him along like a fucking keychain and just be like, "Okay, go stab Charles in the face." Boom! Yeah, Charles yeah. gets stabbed in the face. Right. I'm pretty sure it wasn't you guys, but I was talking to somebody else recently about why doesn't um, Magneto steal Wolverine's skeleton and put it inside of him? Because then when he's like lifting something, he can just <laughs> use his mind to lift his bones and then lift the thing harder, right? And I'm like, no, because then yeah, but he- okay. So here's the problem with that. Here's like so. If you did that, he doesn't have the healing. Right, that's um, what I said. Right, he so he couldn't. Factor. He couldn't put the the metal. No, he wouldn't like, survive the coding his, process. Yeah, yeah. Well, that mm-hmm. and like okay, so assuming that he was able to survive it, as soon as he exerted any amount of <laughs> well, force, but he wouldn't. So the argument's okay. over. <laughs> as soon as he exerted any amount of force, mm. he would just like pull the skeleton through himself. Yeah, and just shred yeah. himself. Or so he would, like. Or- what, you throw off his concentration one bit, and he just throws his entire arm out of his shoulder socket. <laughs> yeah, like, oh my god. Because he has to keep, he, not only does he have to push things, but he has to make sure that everything is kept in line, otherwise he's popping joints and shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, for the record, Magneto does not manipulate metal. Magneto <laughs> manipulates feral metal fields. That's what magnets are. Magnets. Magnets. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. So, had a small stroke. So you, do, <laughs> you just send him to completely mystify the insane clown posse. Yes. yes. He just shows, right. he just, he just right. shows up and they instantly go catatonic. So, I'd like to move a, on to the, uh, the best part of it. There's a thing about pirates. Yes. Yeah, which is, is this a headline Myers here. Pirates? We have a headline here. Booty, booty, uh, and more booty. Yeah. Booty everywhere? I've been waiting pages <laughs> to read that. Booty, 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 rocking everywhere. <laughs> Treat me like a pirate and give me that So movie. this is a port so of the PC classic. Thank you. Okay, so it is a it is a port of the PC. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it says a port from the PC uh, game. So this is the Sid this Meier's game's parts. really good. I I mean I again definitely like I would I would yes. rather play it on PC. But. This is from Ultra Games, which is Konami, and I, this is the one I remember playing as a kid, and this is an awesome game. 
And Rare, so yeah, Rare is involved with this, obviously, and mm. they're actually doing a modern reimagining called Sea of Thieves that's going to be coming out. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. yeah, so it's like a multiplayer version of this um, oh, on Xbox snap. One. Dope. Oh, bastards. So, <laughs> actually, I don't know. It might might not be. Any, I think it. I think it's a Microsoft owned. Uh, um, so if it's so like, rare, then yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. So. All right. So, so it makes me makes there. me briefly glad that I own an Xbox One for <laughs> other reasons other than playing Blu-rays when I have a date uh, occasionally at my house. <laughs> yeah. So you, you only use that for Blu-rays? Is that better than? That's pretty much all I do. I mean. Well, it's just it's hooked up to my bows, so oh, okay. um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> other funny. than that, I actually you know what that Forza game was mm-hmm. really good. Um, yeah, so I'll play that a bit. So, but so another um, mention yeah. here for Pilot Wings and Super Bases Loaded, which they mentioned before. Super Bases Loaded is awesome, by the way. I mm-hmm. played the shit out of that game, so I'm looking forward to that. You know, oh, being, really? Because you know, I'm looking at its score, and it's two point nine. <laughs> For graphics, 2.8 for playability, 3.1 for control, and 3 for theme. So I don't care. I played the shit out of that game when I was a kid. It's fun. Uh, uh, what gets me pissed off is I'm looking at Super Mario World, and uh, what does it take to earn a fucking five? <laughs> because it deserves at least two fives on that screen, and I'm not getting one. Yeah, and but 4. I mean, 7, which... think about that. Like, there's so like so few games are even in the fours, and these and this is in the high fours like yeah. you just don't see that it's the yeah, it's a launch title you gotta leave room you don't know what what's gonna it? come out we haven't seen the nintendo game with a five yet mm. and that's been out for at least like five years they're still waiting for the perfect game i know it's <laughs> like what does it take to earn a five mm. all right how's so hole in one golf is like right around four though i might have to give this a try <laughs> look at that <laughs> all right let's move on to the top 30 so top five in the list are number one super mario brothers three Number two, Team NT2, the arcade game. Number three, Battletoads. Number four, Final Fantasy. Number five, Mega Man 3. Battletoads has been only there for two months, so there we go. We got a new a new game. You know, Yay. Finally. <laughs> what a worthy one. And then we have a celebrity profile for Joe Regalbutto. Oh, wow. They got the guy from Murphy Brown because mm-hmm. gamers love to talk about Murphy Brown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually watched this show and I don't remember why, but I did. I think my it mom was, watched this it was, show. It so wasn't was alright. Like it was it. Yeah. I mean I prefer the in in the nineties vein, like, you know, the cheers and the and the news radios and you know, stuff like that. But you know, definitely Yeah, it was like on Family Matters, step by step, TGI like basically like uh ABC's TGI Friday lineup, Boy Meets World. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So in terms of his game playing experience, um, he says that uh, they went him, him and his co-stars went skiing in Park City, Utah, and they took a trusty Game Boy to keep themselves amused on the ski lifts. Playing Game Boy really keeps your mind not the cold. And then he uh, does most of his playing with his kids. His thir- he has a 13-year-old, 11-year-old, and a 6-year-old. They play baseball or bases loaded. My kids are so good I had to twist their arms to get them to play against me. Sometimes they hold back and almost let me win, but they don't go, quite go that far. I really get a thrill of playing the sports I loved as a boy on Nintendo video games. So there you go. So yeah, super boring celebrity profile. At least he's played some Nintendo games. I mean, some of the other ones, they haven't even tried them. Yeah, it's clearly like 
the publicist wrote just like a yes uh you know my client does have a game boy because Mm. i mailed it to them and i'm aware (laughs) of it Mm. (laughs) i like that he has a butt in his name and on his chin (laughs) nice knife so next up they got got the pack watch up here that we got Ultima Warriors of Destiny with another screenshot with the TV fucking turned off. <laughs> yeah. It looks like a Sentinel from X-Men on there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but also what uh, what fun would it be if they gave away your destiny in the first screenshot, right? Ah, uh, see? Just thinking. Mm, uh, bam. Brandon, just like, just like a marketer. <laughs> so we got the G.I. Joe 2. Those, those things that Brandon has taken has truly expanded his mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. G.I. Joe 2, which looks like a pretty generic um, platformer. I not awful, say. not great. It kind of looks hey, like that... Uh, it's Capcom, so don't uh, don't knock it till you try it, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks solid. It looks like they did a decent job. That last... Definitely worth it. That shot. last screenshot for G.I. Joe 2, let's see he's fighting, like, Loki or something. <laughs> he does. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about the one on the top right, like, fighting a circuit. <laughs> no, so no, the one on the bottom left is where he's yeah, fighting Bionic yeah, Commander. Obviously, and unfortunately, GI Joe two, unfortunately, GI Joe two suffers from orange background, orange character. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't understand what they're doing with the orange. It's Citrus Commander. <laughs> so, and, and then drawing from uh, Mike's dating life, the next game is Crazy Land. <laughs> <laughs> no flat tires. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Someone's been listening to the show. Uh, mm. <laughs> I hope she's not listening. To the <laughs> I was thinking about that. I was like, so if Mike gets one fan out of you know having a penis and everything, and then she listens to the show, she's gonna just hate him even harder. <laughs> like, yeah. just dig it as own. She keeps call. She keeps calling him anyway. So whatever. What damage can we? Yeah. Do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. She likes I'm the awful. D. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, All right. Crazy Land. We get Looks to see like a fun Nin- hot, like a... We get to see the Super Nintendo Development Dispatch, where we get to see UN Squadron. Uh, these graphics look freaking great. Yeah, it looks really mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> this, is anybody... like, this is like arcade level quality. I don't remember this game, but it looks awesome. And then Populous, which looks like Sim City for Farmers. Yeah, it's like tower defense, I think. Yeah, I played Populous. It was all right. Um, my cousin. So you wouldn't say it was, so you wouldn't say it was poopless? Mm, there wasn't any cisterns or or uh, or or plumbing <laughs> system, so technically it was. But mm. yeah, my cousin had it, were, and I spent a few hours playing with him. There was no water mains for you to hit. No, with a lawnmower. No, no, that was actually. <laughs> Yeah, I remember, like, Populous being at Blockbuster and being like, why the fuck would I ever want to play this game? Because like, it's popular. It. Well, to rent it is kind of just, that's just dumb, because you, you want to, like, get a settlement going and, and all that stuff. Yeah, I don't think I ever played it accordingly, but uh, Paperboy 2, I remember playing a fuck ton of that game, so that's exciting to come. Why and would then... Paperboy 2 need, why would Paperboy need a sequel? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's Paperboy Super Nintendo, 2. So it's it's better graphics. Uh, all, they, all they did was change the the angle from when you're throwing papers. Uh, this is that's you're the Paperboy that the right I played. Now, and so to the left. That's the only change I, I can see. 
I, uh, I played that game. Oh, the, the bumpers on the shoulders helped so much with control for that game. This was a lot. It yeah. was a much... Paperboy 2, the oh, Sunday edition. There's three versions. They have one for Game Boy, one for the NES, and one for Super NES. Uh, yeah, the Sunday edition. That's like with the, that's with the extra flyers and shit. The Super Nintendo one is legit. It's a fun game. That's actually really cool. They did three versions. Uh, they're bringing uh, yeah. King Qu- King's Quest Five to the NES, so that's a PC Bleh. port. So I'm sure that will be interesting uh, to play. Chess Master. So we got we got Gandalf apparently bowling. Mm-hmm. Bowling is that? Dude, don't no, they look like chess. pins? No, they look like, <laughs> they look like, like no. bowling pins. Uh, like his face and and like his hand gesture there. It looks like he's about to snort a rail of whatever the fuck is on the table. <laughs> Like he's just winking I think a nod he's hallucinating and the... just came in front of him. Is what I, think. <laughs> I think if oh. I remember right, I remember Chessmaster had a pretty good engine as far as being like relatively good for AI. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Obviously, there's modern stuff that's free that's probably going to be a lot better than this. So yeah. just chess, you know, whatever. But uh, and then what? Final Fan- we see our first glimpses of Final Fantasy 2 or we've seen a little bit here and there so far but you know a little bit more info right these are like yep. the Final saddest screenshots ever yep There's yeah like no super characters bland on shots of Final <laughs> it's Fantasy just the sad one word in the other screenshot just says Baron <laughs> like well they've got Baron. something to make up for it on the next page they have uh, coming next month apparently Tom and Jerry where in time is Carmen San Diego Final Fantasy 2 I don't know why that's the, I think that is the cover, I believe, but for whatever reason, it's the third thing listed on this page. And it is a decent uh, action screenshot. And then oh, shit. Battletoads for Game we, Boy. We haven't talked enough about the Battletoads. Yes. <laughs> they were really pushing this to be a thing. Did you guys play the San Diego, Carmen San Diego games when you were younger? No. On no, I PC watched the show. At school, yes. I think yeah, I played it at school. PC. I love those games. Like yeah. I, I was always a geography nerd. So anyway, we okay. look to see if they have new ones coming out, but apparently they don't anymore. Yeah, they don't oh, really. really. It's kind of fell off the like it went the the way of the Oregon Trail games. <laughs> Oregon Trail came back. Yeah, they 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 or what? Not, what's the other one? Odell Lake or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> don't you remember that game? No. Yeah, where you were like a trout simulator. <laughs> trout simulator, nice. Yeah. All right, and then we All have right. the bottom uh, uh, letter from Leslie Swan, Nintendo Power writer slash editor, and uh, they get to meet NASCAR racing Bill. legend Bill Elliott, and they have a picture of yeah. him in front of his a screenshot of his game. Yep. Wait, what are you? Oh, uh, whoops. So yeah, it's Bill Elliott, the NASCAR uh, guy. The last Carmen San Diego game was in 2012. Yeah. What was it it's called? Carmen San Diego's Adventures in Math. <laughs> five of them. What? I don't need math. What system? No one needs math. What system was that? Uh, PC. There's the no Wii. way it's not PC. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> wow. That's we. That's we tarted. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, there was also a Facebook version of Where in the World is Carmen San Diego? Huh. So. so that's so like when you're hunting down your ex-girlfriends on Facebook. Lovely. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll go ahead and uh, wrap this episode up here. So, uh, listeners, if you wouldn't mind going on to iTunes and giving us a rate and review, please. It really would help us out. If you'd like to reach out to us in between recordings, um, hit us up on Facebook. 
uh, look for us uh, for the Playing With Power podcast. Or you can hit us up on Twitter at GetThePower88. If you'd like to f- send us a few shekels, you can go to um, patreon.com slash playingwithpower. And uh, Brandon, thanks for coming on. Uh, did you have anything that you wanted people to know about? Um, no, but I did have a quick other thing. <laughs> in the in, on, okay. on, on page 98, there's like three more phone numbers that we could call. <laughs> And, and the other phone number worked, right? So there's like playing with power subscriptions, customer service, or game counseling. And I think we could all probably mm. use a bit of counseling, right? I think we, oh, for sure. Especially, I think we should, especially after playing some of these games. I, yeah. I think I think if uh, if Ben's willing, we should give this other one a call and see if it's still <laughs> see if it's still connected. No, I sure think we should save those as a cliffhanger for the next episode or or uh, Patreon clips for our lovely viewers who you know yeah we could do like a Patreon thing where <laughs> if you if you donate enough we'll we'll make prank phone calls <laughs> to, to Nintendo, Nintendo. <laughs> we will get Howard's Lovely. personal number and we will phone not Howard my phone at his house <laughs> <laughs> that's why you get a Google number man. yeah that's what I'm all about we'll Skype him get right on that yeah all right. Uh, with all that said, um, I'll go ahead and sign us out. I'm Ben. I'm Mike. And I'm John. And now you're playing with power. The Nintendo Entertainment System. Now. Playing with power.